Yes, us. Welcome to the Kefi Life Podcast. My name is Kiki Vale, and I'll be your guide to creating a life of Ola Kala, all is well. Together, we'll get back to the basics, and we'll explore fresh new ways to flourish in mind, body, and soul the Greek way. You can look forward to interviews, stories, essential self-care strategies, recipes, and actionable takeaway Ola Kala moments. This is going to be so much fun. Let's get going. Bam it. Our Lexi for today is Himonas, Himonas, or winter. Winter can be grueling and it can also be joyous, but in most cases, it is a season of keeping warm, especially with the extremities. Experience the wonder of Himonas by making sure your head, neck, and hams are warm. It's particularly important for the head to stay heated. Heat sensors in the base of the brain or upper neck to help regulate temperature by sending signals to conserve heat when it's just too cold. Additionally, if you can keep your torso warm, you'll maintain blood flow to your limbs and will often keep the arms, legs, hands, and feet toasty. Finally, remember to move. Being physically active causes your muscles to contract, breaking down more nutrients, which generates additional heat. This humonas enjoy the wonder of the season when you keep yourself nice, cozy, and warm. This is Kira Moran, president of Kingdom Farms and proud sponsor of Kefi Life. Kingdom Farms provides organic meats, poultry, and fish throughout the USA. Kingdom Farms has been blessed for 52 years with providing the highest quality foods to all our customers. Please contact Kingdom Farms for your culinary needs at www.kingdomfarms.com. Introducing the brand new Quad Pod Podcast Network. We're adding new podcasts every day. Visit qodpod.com and meet our podcasters. That's QODPOD.com. Harmony is one of my favorite words because why? It makes me feel like things are going well, I'm peaceful, but it's also a word that's very important when you connect the whole person or the three aspects of the person, which is the mind, the body, and the spirit. And that's what Kefi Life tries to help you with each and every week and each and every episode. I hope we achieve that and we don't let you down and that we um, help you in those ways. Today, we're going to talk about something very interesting. It has to do with the season seasonal wellness. And this is actually a thing in ancient Chinese medicine that uh, as I speak to a doctor of Chinese medicine, Christiana Cagnoni, I find that it sounds a little scientific as well. You'll learn about the elements, the earth, the organs, color. What does this all have to do with seasonal wellness? We're about to find out. Christiana, it's such a joy to have you here. Thank you. Thank you for having me back and welcome to winter. Um, (laughs) Yep. It's it's a chilly time and this is the... uh, element of water in Chinese medicine. It's the season of winter and it affects the organs of the kidney and the bladder, which are two. Go ahead. I was just going to ask you before we talk about the organs, please tell me what you mean by element. Well, there's five elements. There's basically five. It has to do with the seasons and the wellness uh, that we live. We don't live separate from our earth. So it's just like, it's winter. This is the this is the season, and the water is the element. And I can explain why that is. It's one of the first elements created in the human being um, that is formed because the kidneys are formed early in gestation, and uh, the Chinese medicine see it as uh, five different elements, as we've we've talked about in a previous podcast, and so. 
The one we're visiting now, we've gone from the earth element, doyo, transitioned into winter. So um, it's the darkest season of the year. It's the shortest time of year. I, I know by the end of uh, November, there was almost a whole hour that we lost in, uh, in you know, light, having light in the earth. Um, it's time for everybody to go inside. It's time, according to traditional Chinese medicine, um, it's the most, there's yin and yang. Yang is the most uh, outward expressive, which would be the summer and heat. And yin is the most internal time of the year. We go inside, we keep warm, try to relax, you restore. It's a great time for quiet preparation for the spring, which is the next season, but there'll be doyo in between winter and spring. And uh, it has to do with the north, the, the, the direction is north. It has to do with your bones. You've heard people say, I'm cold right to my bones. Well, that, and you're, you should stay warm in the winter. Keep your back warm. I tell people, what you know, now the style is all these little short, I have a teenage granddaughter, and their shirts stop, you know, way above their navel. And I'm like, oh, my goodness, that's going to, you know, freeze your stomach. It's going to freeze your kidneys. You've got to, you need to stay warm. So you stay warm not only to stay well, but just to help you mentally as well. Staying oh, warm. absolutely. Absolutely. That's an uncomfortable, when you're cold, or when you're hot, any excess of temperature, you're not comfortable. And it's putting stress on your organs. It's putting stress on your body. So uh, I don't believe in having your house at 80 degrees in the middle of the winter. I don't think that's good for you. Uh, and it takes away moisture and, and things like that. So, um, but you have to pay attention to your environment. We are part of, it's good to get outside in the winter. I don't say stay indoors all the time, but you need to bundle up. You need to stay warm. Um, and the kidney energies and the kidney bladder energy is important because it is what they call your Jing, J-I-N-G. That is your essence. That's the essence you get from your mother. You lived within your mother. So you're getting... If you have a, a sick mom, you're going to have low jing in the baby. Seriously? Sick yeah. in what way, though? Well, any kind of sickness, mental, physical, spiritual. The mom needs to be as balanced and healthy. And there was a doctor I studied under one time, and he, he wanted to know where was your mother pregnant when she was pregnant with you. And if a mother was pregnant, let's say, in Minnesota, if her food wasn't like root vegetables and more dense material to keep her warm as the baby formed inside, then there were imbalances. He could tell, he could tell things about when he took the pulse. He was a Chinese medicine doctor. He could take the pulse and check the tongue and he could just innately know where you were formed, whether you were from a, a tropical area or whether you were from a northern area. It was very fascinating. And um the kidneys have to do with the emotion of fear, trembling. Uh, if somebody's out of balance, you'll see these kind of things. They'll be fearful. People that are very introverted are usually more of a water element kind of person. That whole, it's all within. Everything goes within in the winter. Um, it has to do with your hearing. 
It has to do with, like, for instance, the water element, when you look at the whole diagram of the five elements, the water element's job is to keep the fire at the right level, which we'll learn later is the heart and small intestine. So if your water, oftentimes if the water is off, let's say the water is weak, you'll get high blood pressure. You can see high blood pressure in people. If you look at people and you look at their nose, if they have a bulbous nose and it's very red, they have high blood pressure. Interesting. You can look at people and you can evaluate them. Uh, And you're pretty, it's pretty accurate actually about. It's it's probably hard for you to, it's probably hard for you to go to the grocery store. You're just subconsciously analyzing everybody with them. I see people, I see people like this, but actually, you know, on flights and different things like that, just chit chatting with people, I've been able to help people. I'll say, I don't treat them on a plane or anything like that, but I'll say, you know, maybe you should go have a checkup. And one lady, because her tongue was, looking at the tongue is one of the ways you can tell what's going on with somebody. And her tongue was just looked like dead meat, basically, to be graphic. And she had cancer. I wanted to ask you this. When I was a student of integrative nutrition, they called, they talked to something called tongue scraping. Yes. Why are we so interested in the tongue? What does that have to tell us about well, ourselves? There, there's different ways in Chinese medicine that you evaluate somebody. You take pulses that are on the radial artery that have to do with organ functions. You look at the tongue. You look at everything. I look at how people take their shoes off when they come into my office. How do they put their shoes? Are they just scattered everywhere? Are they orderly or neat? That If they're orderly and neat, that tells me they're sort of a liver gallbladder person. But the tongue, when you, most people, when they look at the tongue in the morning, when they get up, it will have some form of coating because your digestion has been going on and things like that. Scraping the tongue uh, is fine as long as you've looked at it first. And there's a lot of things to look at the tongue. There could be scalloping on the edges, different places that it's, pale or it's red or it's this. But that being said, the tongue is probably one of the least reliable methods in Chinese medicine because you could have just had a burned your tongue on some hot soup and then come to see me and then I'm going, oh, geesh, a lot of heat in the body. Well, there is heat, but it's heat right on the tongue because you burnt it. You know what I'm saying? So you have to, what you do when you evaluate somebody in Chinese medicine is if what you see in the tongue is showing up in the pulse and then you touch the body in that area, if they confirm one another, then you got something. Then you know what you're talking about. And the Chinese medicine way for the winter too, the indoor exercise is doing balancing. And and you can do walking, walking outside and things like that. Um, swimming is good, getting in the water. But make sure that, again, make sure you stay warm. Meditation is good. I love teaching Qigong in the winter because that the sounds and, and the movement are very uh, satisfying for people because it takes them inside. We have, to, we have to have that dialogue with the inside of who we are. If people don't dialogue, when people come to see me, like I have a lady right now that has a um, paralyzed vocal cord. And I have her put her hand on the side of her neck where the vocal cords paralyzed. And I have her tell the vocal cord that she loves it. And it's going to have a chance to speak again. She will be able to speak her mind again. And she's only had three sessions and she's about halfway there. 
positive affirmations, but yeah, you've got to tell your body, you got to tell your body what you want it to do and you can't be negative. Uh, that's yeah. not, I shouldn't make a negative statement. Let's keep it positive. Right. And, and for this time of year, uh, time of year, warm teas are good. Things like ginseng, burdock, ginger, um, sarsaparilla, things like that. Anything that's going to keep you warm. Root vegetables are good. Uh, it's, you have to feel that these interchanges are taking place and you're supporting them. When you eat things, you know, the holidays are tough because people eat sugar and, and a lot of high carbohydrates and things like that. And unless you're out there running, you don't need all those high carbohydrates and they turn to sugar. So it's, it's very important to make a conscious, know about what food has to do with the different seasons and then make the conscious choice are you eating out of emotion or are you eating out of, you know, people that, that treat eating disorders? I mean, that's they're eating out of emotions and thoughts. They're not eating. out. Of, we don't need the food we eat, all the food we eat. We just don't need all that. And it's not, you know, it is sort of not normal to eat a lot of dairy. Humans are the only ones that eat dairy from another animal. So it's not necessary. I'm a minimalist. I believe that you... Your body really appreciates minimalism in terms, not starving, but minimal. You just don't need the kind of portions we have in the United States and different things like that. I'm not a, I'm not a big money spender on eating out because I don't know what kind of foods those are, what kind of oils they use. Um, I also, I used to have a raw food company and raw food is very cold. You know, and so you need warm foods. You need a sweet potato every now and then or soups or things like that. And one last thing about the winter energy, it does have to do with all the hormones in the body, the sexual hormones and things like that. So a lot of times women especially will experience greater difficulties with their cyclical energy during the winter because uh, everything slows down and it should. Everything should slow down. But um, that's why if you have some warm herbs or warm teas, things like that, that will keep your internal organs functioning well and stay hydrated, of course. So in closing our segment for uh, our episodic series for wellness, seasonal wellness, specifically winter, is there anything in conclusion that you'd like to add? Maybe something really important that we should keep in mind and do, even though you've mentioned some great basics. I would say um, to not... It's okay to be give yourself permission to slow down. It's okay. Get more sleep. Uh, hydrate better. Spend quiet time. Make sure that you have quiet time. The body needs it. It thrives on it. The present moment is important in every season. But this season's in, in particular, it, it lends itself to be real young with parties and holidays and family and all this kind of stuff. But it that takes away your energy. You have to do the things that bring you energy, like sleeping and hydrating and meditating or praying. I just, I, I always encourage everybody to pay attention. What is your body telling you? You know, if you don't pay attention to what it's telling you, you're not, you're just going to be walking around, you know, mindlessly. And someone else will have to tell you, and you may not like the news. At 100%. <laughs> Christiana Cagnoni, this has been so fun, informative. And as ancient wisdom states, change is the only truth to the universe. You're giving us some great ideas to change the seasons. And in closing, real quickly, 
How will people find you if they want more information or if they want to uh, use your services? They can get a hold of me just like the way everybody does these days. My email, Christiana Cagnoni, both with C's, and I'm at Gmail. Have a wonderful winter. I will. You as well. Stay safe and warm. Thank you. Stay right there. Up next, your weekly takeaway to keep it all as well. This Ola Kala moment brought to you by the law offices of Liston and Centillus, ranked number one by the Leading Lawyers Network since 2010, taking care of all your real estate needs. A dialogue is a conversation between two or more people. But in this case of the Kevy Life episode, for an Ola Kala cold season, I'm encouraging you to have a dialogue with yourself. Something like this. Self, good morning. It's great to wake up and start anew. Self, hello, it's winter and very cold. Remember to grab my winter accessories on the way to work so I can feel good today. Self, I'm going to make this a great day. Self, winter is a chance to listen to my body and give it a rest when necessary. I'll enjoy the season this way. Self, if it is to be, it's up to me for an hola cala winter. Kiki Vale is the founder of Kefi Life. She is passionate about whole person wellness and living a fulfilled life. Her Kefi Life podcast is created to simply and naturally help you harmonize the mind, body, and soul the Greek way. Visit kefilife.com, at kefilife365 on Instagram, and check out Kiki Vale on LinkedIn and on Twitter. Join us again next time for more positive energy and inspiration on Kefi Life.